welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Inside the Mind of George Mortel. I'm George Mortel, and this is my mind. Alright, alright, let's just get into it. This week I'd like to talk a little bit about when I was a child. Growing up as a WWF WWE fan, there wasn't a lot of Puerto Rican wrestlers and superstars that one could get behind. And while the majority of his success was before my time, there was always a special feeling of pride I felt when Pedro Morales appeared on my screen. And he wasn't the tallest, he wasn't the fastest, nor he was the most technical, but he was one tough SOB. Greta Monsoon and Vince McMahon would often speak about his Puerto Rican or Latin temper. And growing up watching him work against guys like the Macho Man, Randy Savage, George Guillermo Steele, the Iron Sheik, just to name a few, it was just amazing. And he would team up with legends like Andre the Giant, Bob Backlund, Tito Santana. He worked against guys like Stan the Man Hansen, Cowboy Bob Orton, the adorable Adrian Adonis, living legends Larry Zabisco, Mr. Fuji. His opponents could fill a Hall of Fame all by themselves. In Puerto Rico, he wrestled against NWA stars, such as, at the time, NWA World Heavyweight Champion Nature Boy Ric Flair, Nature Boy Buddy Landell, James J. Dillon, and the Macho Man Randy Savage. He worked the WrestleMania II Battle Royal. But perhaps his most memorable accomplishment is being the WWE's first Triple Crown winner. He was the World Wrestling Federation Champion, the Intercontinental Champion, and the World Tag Team Champion. And of course, he is a Hall of Fame Class of 1995 member. He's the first Latino to win, to be a World Champion in the World Wrestling Federation. And he opened the door for guys like Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Alberto Del Rio, Tito Santana, and many other Latino superstars in the WWE. It is with an extremely heavy heart that I say goodbye to another one of my childhood heroes. So ladies and gentlemen, walking down the aisle to the big ring in the sky from Culebra, Puerto Rico, weighing in at 240 pounds, the first ever Triple Crown winner, Hall of Famer, Pedro Morales. May you rest in power, sir. That one hurt. Moment of silence. Prayers and thoughts go to the family. AEW's Double or Nothing pay per view event has sold out in less than five minutes. It, it, it's unprecedented. <clears throat> Cody Rose has thanked the fans on his Twitter account. Tickets purchased from all 50 states, plus Puerto Rico and D.C. Nine countries, Canada, U.K., Mexico, Australia, Costa Rica, Finland, Germany, Panama, and Austria. First same day set off for a pro wrestling event in Vegas ever. Double or nothing, is, it's going to be an amazing event. As we know, headlining is... It's going to be Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho 2. The Lucha Brothers against the Young Bucks. Hangman Page against Pac. I mean, 
those three matches alone is going to be phenomenal. I, I can't wait. Um, AEW is going to be hot. There's a good um, interview with with Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, with Chris Jericho, AEW superstar, over on Chris Jericho's podcast. If you guys have not listened to it, um, I suggest you do. It has a lot of good information on AEW. Moving forward, um, Chris Jericho speaks about his decision as to, you know, what kind of led to him signing and Tony Khan speaks to about what led to him opening up all the wrestling. Um, one thing I didn't know, he's been a lifelong wrestling fan, so go on and check it out. Chris Jericho Talk is Jericho. guys um i do apologize this is going to be kind of a short episode um but to end this episode since we're at wrestlemania season let's go ahead and take a look at at uh one of my favorite wrestlemanias of all time um it was mostly because i was there i'm live wrestlemania 24 was, <clears throat> excuse me cultivated from Orlando, Florida, in the Florida Citrus Bowl. 74,635 people. I was one of those 74,000. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, it was an amazing event. <clears throat> um, the, uh, so sorry, the, uh, the results were as followed in the uh, dark match. I don't know if it was part of the pre-show or not. Like I said, we were there live. Um, Kane won a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the ECW Championship. It was, a, you know, what it was. It was a battle royal. It was fun to watch. The first official match was a Belfast brawl between John Bradshaw Layfield and uh, Finley. Um, there was an appearance by Hornswoggle. It was a good brawl. It was a decent opener. I enjoyed it. It was a fun match. Coming up next after that was the Money in the Bank ladder match. When back then, historically, it was held at WrestleMania and not its own pay-per-view. It was Carlito, Chris Jericho, John Morrison, Mr. Kennedy, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and CM Punk. Now, note, Jeff Hardy was supposed to be part of this Money in the Bank, but he um, had some, I believe it was a failed test, drug test, he got suspended, therefore he was not being able to be part of the event. Um, however, his brother Matt Hardy made a return from injury in the match, halfway through the match, costing MVP the match, and the eventual winner became CM Punk. Then we had an interpromotional match that really did not mean a whole lot. It was a match, a decent match for what it was. Batista defeated Umaga. Batista botched his own finisher it was it was uh it was what it was Kane defeated Chavo Guerrero for the ECW championship in 11 seconds again don't know what the point of that was but it was there it was fun for what it was and then he goes the career threatening match Shawn Michaels defeating the nature boy Ric Flair in Ric Flair's last official WWE match and um it was touching. It was a heartbreaking experience. <clears throat> 74,000 people, I could say a good 80% of that crowd had tears in their eyes, myself included. 
it, it was it was a special moment and I am honored to have been there to share that in person. Following match we had a Playboy Bunny Mania Lumberjill match between Beth Phoenix and Molina as they defeated Ashley and Maria with the divas around the ring. Um, Snoop Dogg was there, Master of Ceremonies. We lost the lights during that match, um, so it was hard to see. It was okay because it was atrocious. It was during the time, I can't tell you much about the match. I got up and went to the restroom at the time. Women's wrestling has come a long way. As we have the Raw main event, one of the Raw main events, Triple Threat match for the WWE Championship. Randy Orton defeated John Cena and Triple H. I really enjoyed this match. It was action-packed, about 14 minutes long. Um, I did not expect Randy Orton to retain. It was a good, solid match. Then we had Raw's big main event. The Big Show taking on Floyd Money Mayweather in a no-disqualification match. Floyd Money Mayweather surprised me and what he did in the ring. He gave it his all. He... He was hanging with the Big Show. He took every shot. At the end, he defeated the Big Show with brass knuckles. It was a good match. Solid. Exciting. It was a good WrestleMania moment. And then the, uh, the actual main event of the evening was from SmackDown for the World Heavyweight Championship. Saw The Undertaker defeat the champion Edge by submission. By this time, we were exhausted, but the match was solid. 24 minutes, one of the most beautiful matches I've seen for World Heavyweight title. On special note, Wells sitting next to the entrance arena and the Undertaker's flame caught the set on fire so we could feel the heat from that. After the match, um, they started shooting fireworks. Some of them went into the crowd. It was a crazy experience, um, but it was a good pay-per-view. I enjoyed it. Go back to the WWE Network and check it out. Uh, well, one thing I want to start doing here, I know a lot of podcasts I've been doing it lately, watch-alongs with the network. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to pick a match or pick a, a, an event, possibly a match, and sit down and, <clears throat> and watch it along the side with you guys. We'll queue up when to hit play. I'll give you my thoughts on the match, um, any special t- uh, tidbits if I was there or anything. And uh, Yeah, so we'll do that. Um, we'll go... Join me later on this week as I'll have another episode. Uh, I do apologize. I'm not feeling very well. I just want to go ahead and, and uh, wanted to say goodbye to Pedro Morales. That's why I made this episode. Um, guys, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, you have been inside the mind of George Martel. I hope you survived.